Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We are on minute number 58 of Beetlejuice, Tim Burton's Beetlejuice at the Beetlejuice Minute. And today we start with Lydia taking the Dietzes to the attic. Delia lectures on how to take charge of a situation. Dad, come it. And the door unlocks to reveal the miniature town. Today we have with us Mr. Chris Taylor, screenwriter extraordinaire. Howdy. And Mr. Anthony Phillips, actor extraordinaire. And you guys. <laughs> oh, heavens. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Who wants to start? Well, I like that. Okay, I said last minute i feel kind of bad because i was just saying about how charles does not defend his wife drive you know he's just very you know drive carefully very polite but then if you look right after them after they leave he does put his arm around her in a kind of a comforting manner which i think he's like his his politeness overpowered anything else but he did still i do like that if not to them he did still acknowledge at least to you know delia hey sorry that was pretty crappy of them you know Sure, he wasn't saying it sarcastically, you know. Like oh, the drive carefully yeah. thing. I never thought about that. He he doesn't seem like one that understands sarcasm. Yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't <laughs> seem like a sarcastic type. He also doesn't understand how ghosts and doors work because he keeps <laughs> repeating, "But it's, it's locked." locked. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering if he put his arm around her because, hey, they're not here anymore to see it, and I don't want to sleep on the couch. Oh. <laughs> Well, um, I have a comment back to the whole ghosts going through locked doors and stuff. I have a feeling that, considering his super cheerfulness also, that Charles perhaps favors comedies and bird-watching documentaries to horror movies, because how else would you not know that ghosts go through walls and doors? Well, I would like to take a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. My Yeah, I was going to say, my question then would be for each of you guys, what movies or TV shows do you think... That Delia watches. <laughs> Tim Burton movies. Oh, wait. Those didn't exist yet. <laughs> would that be Lydia? I was going to say I don't think she watches Lydia's. TV. You don't think Honestly, Delia watches but I TV? I had something to say about the whole thing with the ghost going through the door, though. Oh, go right ahead. Well, I, we can't be too hard on Charles because um, weren't there, like, I don't know, maybe 100 million people or so who saw Sixth Sense and didn't figure that out either? I mean, Bruce Willis was trying to get in the basement the whole damn time. The door is locked, and all of a sudden, next scene, he's in the basement. And every time he went to the basement, the door was locked with a d- table in front of it. So, I mean, you but know. he never saw the table in front of it. He did. He walked up to it. No, he he well, never. No, saw the he table. didn't. Right, he did. He was. But he we did. Just saw it as being locked. But we did. I didn't, we didn't say, see it until the twist. I didn't say why didn't he figure it out. I went like the other hundred million people didn't figure it out. So we can't be too hard on Charles. That's well, kind of like the whole Westworld thing. You know, ghosts are programmed not to see things that are supposed to be. Sure. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, that, that's how it worked in Sixth Sense. I I don't think these ghosts can go through walls, though. No, like, they don't. It doesn't seem to. like they can. They're not like ghost ghosts where they just float through things or can. I mean, I'm not sure maybe they, they figured can out how. Yes. They may how not to... know because they have not yeah. read through the whole handbook yet. Well, Chris has got a point. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, like Chris has got a point. Even when he, we when they went to go and they opened the door and they ended up in the other 
in the in the snake area, they actually physically open the door mm-hmm. to go out. That's true. So I mean, maybe they had. Maybe it is something they have to learn. Maybe they should ask Lydia. She read the book. I was going to say <laughs> so she didn't. Re- yeah, they didn't read the book. Well, I was also going to ask what kind of movies Lydia watches, but obviously you guys already figured that out. So. Okay, next question. <laughs> oh, and this is a good time to recommend Dirty Job again because the Lydia character is definitely kind of emulated in that book. Lydia Lydia does like horror movies, though. She likes her Night of Living Dead, I'm sure, because she yes. does bring up Night of Living Dead earlier on, which yeah. I know I wasn't in that minute. So, But since I got an opportunity to bring it up, that's what I love in that minute is whenever she asks them way back then when she first meets them and she's like, are y'all all – are you all Night of the Living Dead under there? Are you all bloods and gut and pus? And she tries to lift up, lift up the uh, the blanket, and Adam goes, Night of the what? In this, <laughs> like, like, you know, clutch the pearls type way of, like, who? It's not even, like, Night of the zombified remains of corpses and gruesomeness or something like that. It's nothing gross-sounding. Living, dead. Nice, polite words. And he's just like, what? Like, just shocked by this. But, I think the uh, yeah, Maitlands horror movies. watch the Waltons. <laughs> <laughs> the Maitlands are the Waltons. <laughs> the show. Ozzy and Harriet. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, what do you think Otho watches? Ooh. Himself in a mirror. Just <laughs> all Otho the time. Otho watches documentaries and expects everyone else to have watched them too. Ooh, that seems a little dry for Otho, you think? Oh, no. <laughs> He oh, no. Learn. Fiction is far below him. <laughs> oh, I like the, uh, the imitation. So he, he talks about Otho Fenlock's locked room ghosts. Is he like conceiving of, of, of a TV show right then and there? What do you think that show would be about? A lot of nothing like Ghost Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Never no, mind. it was the wind. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh my God, I, just... I heard a noise. It's... Oh, Charlie just went around the other side. Sorry. <laughs> so it was just Charlie. I don't know how to segue into this, so I'm just going to jump in. So we haven't quite gotten to the door yet, but I love, we mentioned earlier how Delia, in another minute, we mentioned that Delia never looks Lydia in the eye. And um, then I think we mentioned another movie where she makes fun of that. This is the first time that Delia looks Lydia in the eye, but even then it's just barely. But when she's giving the whole lecture about this is how you take charge, I'm going to teach you something. This is how you take charge, and and you know of a whatever. She finally looks her in the eye for a few seconds. Wasn't she also a step back behind Lydia too? This is how I take charge. I push you in front of me and make you go to the door first. <laughs> I know it's kind of awesome. a human shield. They like you. We're not sure about us yet. <laughs> Precisely. Oh yes, I was going to mention that. Well, I will mention it in a later minute. But um, I can mention this in this minute. Delia has a little bit of bravado, but I think she's still slightly scared of the ghosts. Well, I think she's way scared of the ghosts. I think she's trying to steal her up for something. Yeah. She's just mad because her pride got hurt, and I think she's going up there. She's, she's like, just upset. She's venting. Yeah, she's just exactly. She's she is upset. upset. They made Which a fool out of her. ties into the next minute. <laughs> the ghost made a fool out of her. She's not happy. No, yeah. What, I, I'm trying to remember, because Otho said something going up the stairs that I'd never heard before. And I can't remember what it was, but it was something about like being giddy or something like that. It was... He's enchanted. Enchan- enchanted, which I'd never heard before. Well, he talks about being enchanted because of the suicides, because that's immediately the line he has preceding The that. suicides that didn't happen. The suicides that didn't happen. Well, he keeps harping on suicide. But see, they assume that ghosts are stuck in the house because they must have killed themselves. Right. Because that's the only way you could get stuck in a house. Of course. Otherwise, you would have moved on, right? Yeah. yeah. They're at home, social workers. 
Right, that must yep. be it. <laughs> That's right. Notice when they open the door, we're back with the blue death lighting again. And I like that it looks so fairy tale like and I'm sure Barry noticed there was harp music. So when you first when you transition from the loud clattering and everything that's going on outside the door, we like the Maitlands even better because the instant we walk into their world, it's blue and it's starlight and it's harps playing. Peaceful. Peaceful for a split second or two. Well, it's also kind of kind of cool that they use the, it's the same camera angle when everyone's going up the stairs and when we saw Lydia, although it's a slightly different look because, you know, when Lydia was doing it, they were doing everything on the walls, making all the smoke and 80s mm-hmm. lighting everywhere, and this is just kind of a drab. So Group. Just, well, yeah, maybe yeah. she brings smoke with her. Squished up against each other in this little bitty spot. Jeffrey Jones is mugging like... like He's full of coffee, you know, he's just like, because he doesn't act that over the top at any other minute or any other point in the movie. Like, he's very charismatic and kind of hammy, but whenever they're like, open up, you know, or drag, you know, grab, drag you out by the ropes you hung yourselves with and all that stuff. He's like, but it's locked. How did they get in? (laughs) And his eyes like bulge as he's saying it. And I was like, what happened to you just now? He, he was like, I, I got to make sure everybody can see my face because I'm like squished in the corner here. He just can't understand it. It was locked. It was locked. <laughs> All I know is he so watches much... bird watching documentaries. <laughs> there's so much chaos surrounding the details that I think we should, from this henceforth, we should call them the harpies of entropy. <laughs> because it seems it, they're the ones who are all chaotic. The Maitlands are the ones who are all calm and cool and collected. Precisely. Mm, chaos mm. control, chaos control. Nobody's going to get that reference. I'm just going to accept it. <laughs> it was six degrees of separation, just in case anybody was curious. And if you haven't seen it, it was an excellent play and an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of excellent movies, I believe that Anthony has something to tell us about that's happening today. Yes, I do. Please tell us about it, Anthony. Tell them now. Yes, tell them right now. now. Yes, right now. I'm allowed. I can yes, do it. Can totally. Say. Okay. Minutes pass. Sorry. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Barry, you want to say something first? It's January like the first. what? Third. And what happens on January the well, third? Well, it's January third, which is a Tuesday. And on Tuesday, we know what happens. New releases come out in movies and Blu-ray and DVD. And today would be no exception, including The Hollow. Which I'm also in. It's my first speaking role in a in a SAG film. So please buy and check that out. Congratulations again. You be thank you. And if you'd like to get a copy, um, it is on pre order, um, or order now. Actually, sorry, um, you can order it from Amazon, and I think it is going to come to some fine retailers in your area. But if not, you can always find it on Amazon. Woohoo! I love it. Blu-ray and DVD. And um, just real quick, link to the right. 2017 goal setting workbook it only cost you five bucks and it helps the podcast. Woohoo! On that note, we will check you, check you out. No, you check us check out. Check you later. <laughs> check us out as we check you later <laughs> for uh, tomorrow on the Beetlejuice Minute. Smell you later. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.